Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah! Of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. Make sure you're following BNN on socials because all of our shit's coming out from there now. It is Monday, December 16th, and we've got a lot of good stories today. Oh, uh, we are deep into holiday season. Yes. Oh, yeah, very into holiday season. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, it's too early for holiday season. No one's saying that now. No. We're so deep that you that you might not get the shit you order on time at this point. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. I I'm up against the clock. You haven't yeah. finished shopping. Yeah. You better do it today. Yep. You bet. You definitely need to do that. I'm up against the clock with uh, with the one for my parents, uh, so I need to mm. do that as soon as we hang up here. So uh, we're going to go in a round robin today. It's going to be Wes, myself, and then Mark. So Wes, what do you got for us today? What's a little synopsis of your stories? All right, guys. Uh, former Kentucky oh, governor. He's, he's just going straight in. Yeah. Oh, you want to say? You just didn't listen to me no, at he didn't all. Listen to you I at all. <laughs> oh, you just okay. didn't well, listen about to con- anything I said. It's about a former Kentucky governor. Yeah. Okay. So what? We're going to go in a in a in a in a triple. Okay. Uh, Wes, then me, then Mark. So, Wes, just go ahead, dive straight in. There's a lot of good stories in here. Trust me. Okay, I will. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, former Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin is a sore loser. Uh, such a sore loser that after his loss to Democrat Andy Bashir, uh, um, Be- uh, Matt Bevin decided he was going to unleash the fucking wolves on his own state and let Andy deal with the frenzy that may come from his actions. And by wolves here, I mean criminals. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, including child rapists, because Bevin decided that before he left office in November, he was going to pardon 428 criminals. So how is that legal? I don't know. Child like 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 red handed child rapists. Yep. Like convicted child rapists. Was there like DNA evidence that might have contradicted the? Nope. Nope. Not not from what I'm reading. He just literally did like the the move in like Ghostbusters when they let all the ghosts out. Exactly. It's exactly right, what yeah. he did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you serious? What yes. was that called? It's like the little thing they stepped on, right? Yeah, and then all the yeah, ghosts. Well, like, <laughs> proton pack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, the proton pack is what they used to kill him. The one ghost just lets all the other ghosts out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'll get to it. So as the Washington Post reports, uh, that list includes a man who killed his parents, a woman who threw her newborn baby in the trash, Whoa. and a few stars of the pardon, including Dayton Jones, who was convicted of sexually assaulting a 50-year-old boy, and the alpha wolf that Bevan released, uh, Micah uh, Schodel, who was convicted of raping a child and only served 18 months of oh, his 23-year sentence. Get the fuck out of here. What is, what is going on? Damn. Well, well yeah, I, I, Kentucky I sounds was... like a dangerous place to have uh, Christmas or Hanukkah. Yeah. There's, there's not a great holiday season going on there. No, they, they, they give to the criminals. So yeah, um, I had read that it's about like uh, comp- campaign contributions, right, basically? People well, no, Bevin, and, Bevin's, 
Well, Bevin's reasoning for putting the public in danger and yeah. rehashing the wounds of the criminals, victims, and their families is because he's, quote, big. He's a big believer in second chances, including of child rapists. Yeah. Like they're yeah. going to the 18 but, months just uh, rehabilitated that guy. Right. right. Well, speaking from the point of view of someone who obviously has never had a child raped, Bevin said, quote, if there has been a change and there's no further value that comes from for the individual, for society, for the victims, for anybody, if a person continues to stay in, then that's when somebody should be considered for a commutation or a pardon. Jesus. He's like, hey, all of you taxpaying people without children that don't fit the profile of any of these 428 uh, criminals victim uh, range, you're welcome. Which yeah. is like ten uh, percent. No, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, well, I, I like I said, I had read that it was selective uh, pardoning based on people who are close to campaign contributions. Well, even more fucked giving up. money to him. Yeah. Yeah. So others didn't quite see it that way, including the victims' families and the Democratic Governors Association, which said in a tweet that Bevin quote kept standing with special interest until the very end, even at the expense of Kentucky and safety and well be well being. So. I mean, it's exactly how it sounds. He just released the fucking wolves onto the people of Kentucky. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I hope there's an investigation into him, uh, of you know, further. But that's not you know, this reminds me of um, uh, a time about a, a decade or so ago when I was playing a multi-day game of Risk in Pat's basement. And someone that didn't <laughs> wasn't invited to play it was jealous, ended up just smacking the board three days into it and letting all the pieces fly. It's very similar. Yeah. You yeah. think that's what the governor just did? To the no, nothing, no nothing compares to this. Yeah. What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's a sore loser. He oh, should man. go to jail. He should absolutely. This is ridiculous. Absolutely. So there's that. We'll see what we'll see how that unfolds. Yeah, not crazy. good. Well, I guess he probably. Well, he can't pardon himself now. He's not the governor anymore. I guess, or for the next few days. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Let's take it over to impeachment. So. It's it's official since we last discussed two articles of impeachment have been approved by the House Judiciary Committee and will be brought forward on the House floor for a vote this week. So when's the vote? Probably on Wednesday after being debated on the House floor first and the floor discussions should produce some hilarious moments. So be on the lookout for that. People with charts, all that kind of shit, you know, nerds with charts. Yeah, Yeah. probably on Wednesday. Are you saying there's a hope for the uh, no in 2019? I don't think so. I mean, they're going to vote on Wednesday, most likely, and then pass it that day, most likely. I I, I don't see it not going through, considering that they have the the Democrats have the House, and it seems like it's just going to be a party line vote. Um, So here's the buzz, though. Going into the vote, freshman Democrat Jeff Van Drew from New Jersey is planning to switch parties this week over impeachment, and President Trump thanks him, of course. He's a Democrat who is switching parties to be a Republican because he feels Trump is being uh, you know, handled unfairly. So. There's no there's no laws against that. Like when people vote for you as one party, then you decide to switch. I don't think there's, so, but it, it does seem like bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like he's a trans Republican. Yeah. He's a, he's a traitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's transitioning to, yeah. to the to the red tie, red, red tie team. Yeah. Uh, like the opposite, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, senior Republicans Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are talking a ton of shit about how it's going to be over in the Senate immediately. Uh, while senior Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer is calling for a long and detailed trial with many executive branch employees testifying. So just completely at odds uh, in the Senate. And then the final bit of buzz about the impeachment, a group of 30 House freshman Democrats are pushing for Justin Amash. He's the independent 
uh, House representative from Michigan who quit the Republican Party over yes. Trump to yep. play a senior role in the Senate trial. So that's kind of an interesting tidbit there. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about putting a guy who definitely hates him as like a main prosecutor? It seems like a weird move, right? Yeah, I mean, it's all smoke and mirrors. It doesn't matter. Um, the Senate's going right. not, not re- to not remove him. It doesn't matter how many people yeah. they, they interview and testify. and all yeah. That. yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I think it's the same, pretty much a foregone conclusion as well. So let's take it to the Internet, where President Trump has used a joke on Twitter that I did in Around the Hill a couple weeks ago. This is what he tweeted. He said, because Nancy's teeth were falling out of her mouth and she didn't have time to think. And he, that was a quote tweet of, of somebody who, Mark Meadows, who tweeted, uh, because it wasn't true, of a video of Nancy Pelosi uh, claiming that Trump had... Uh, bribed he was guilty of bribery so trump is blaming her saying that he's guilty of bribery on having bad dentures so that's mm. yeah i mean you can't really think whenever your dentures are falling out you give I him mean, an he's opportunity he's got a point yeah, yeah. he's going to take he, he's got a it. point exactly yeah. and nancy pelosi's dentures had been cruising for a bruising she's on tv all the time now and i mean <laughs> she's having trouble with those things and it was only a matter of time until donald trump was going to say something about it you know like so uh, uh, that's pretty much it on impeachment. I, I agree with you guys. Foregone conclusion all the way. Yeah, stupid. All right. Hey, guys, have you been getting a lot of packages delivered recently? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm Amazon mm-hmm, stuff. Sure. Tis of the course, season, holiday right? season. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had six packages delivered today to my house. Six times. Um, I get packages from Amazon multiple times a week all year round, though. Um, well, not only is it the season to send and receive packages, but that naturally also makes it the busy season or prime time for porch pirates, a.k.a. common thieves, to come to your porch and steal your package. Yeah. yeah. Give them a cool name. My packages randomly uh, have always, like, one side open. Like, like there's definitely someone in my neighborhood that's yeah. a porch pirate. I agree. Um, I, don't, I don't like the, the, the cool name. I, these guys should just be labeled assholes, dickheads. Right. Yeah. yeah. I once my, my uh, beady eyed queefs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. beady eyed queefs. That's a good. Well, one. you got to watch it in the post office too, because my, uh, you know, I, my son and I go to the folks' house um, and and do Christmas, and we have to like ship back a lot of the the, the presents when we were flying. Now we fucking drive like idiots. But when we one time we, he, <laughs> uh, my parents shipped back all of his presents, and we got an empty box in the mail. Yeah. So someone just stole all Ooh, my kids' presents. Yeah. From I've had the a post present. Office. I, I've had a, a, um, a present for my in laws stolen out of. Out of my post office box in my neighborhood back in. Yeah, I mean, in it's Austin, a it's yeah. a high reward, low risk to if you're good at. I mean, it, it's easy to steal. Yeah. Uh, homeowner Hillary Smith of St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, she was a victim. She said she found a note on her porch after coming home from work around 5 p.m. Uh, hours after she received a text message saying her package was successfully delivered. As nowadays, you usually get a notification or text message. So she was looking for the package and she uh, got a note instead. Um, the note said, so just a quick little thank you for leaving me the opportunity of stealing your package. Very nice oh. of you. Thank you. Signed, the new owner of your package. Mm. What a cocky thief. S- wow. Yeah. Signed the CEO of Ring Doorbell Cameras. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, have, I have a theory, too. But that, I mean, like, why would he take the time or she take the time to write? Also, it was like in cursive. It was like it was like a very unique handwriting. Um I don't know. Hand, fingerprints, fingerprints all over the fucking thing. Smith uh, posted the pictures to a Facebook group she belongs to and said the package was a small gift for her boss, which was a portable phone charger, um, which she decided not to report the crime because it was just a low-value thing. So my theory here is that she got it out in the public and said she was going to buy her boss a gift and really didn't, 
and I think that she wrote the note. But I don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Maybe. That's one theory. Maybe. I, 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 I think I think it's some of the the, the, the camera companies, the Ring Doorbell, Could Nest. Be. Yeah, yeah. They're hiring people to go yeah. steal packages, Just leave go notes, yeah. packages. So you get Ring. Yep. By the way, if you had Ring, this wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Um, it is a little weird how like the the henchmen had like really good handwriting. Oh, perfect handwriting. It wasn't like a homeless person, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Someone well-schooled, well very well-educated, was spelled correctly. Um, she, Smith couldn't believe the note, and she described her mood after reading it as quite flabbergasted. So there's, mm. there's red flags all over this thing. Um, as the holidays approach, Smith says, though, that she has officially installed a decoy package, which I would advise people to do as well, on her steps that she hopes will combat um, the crime and these, these porch bandits or pirates or whatever. And she described... It as being filled with a little gift from her dog. So she's got dog shit in a box just stinking up her porch. Why, why wouldn't she just put a camera up? Right. Or just, you know, I don't know, not have smelly dog poop in her in her home. Yeah, her don't home. don't put a dog turd. Now you have a, a right. constant dog turd in your exactly. front. Every time you go to the front <laughs> right. door, you so smell like dog a fucking shit. dog turd. It's like, <laughs> like maybe something <laughs> disgusting uh, that doesn't stink. Yeah. That's also a reason to get revenge on, on yeah. her. I don't believe her, but anyways, that's yeah. the story. All that's right, crazy. Uh, guys. From what I know, South Africa has never been a land of all-you-can-eat buffets. Uh, it's a hard life there, really fucking hard. Like I wouldn't survive a month hard. And now many UN nations are telling the world that life in South Africa is a hell of a lot harder than we thought. A uh, warning of a food shortage crisis that is affecting 45 million men, women, and children in the region. How many uh, people are there? That's like. Half of them? No, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so spawning from the worst drought in 35 years, which has crushed growing seasons, as well as rising temperatures, which are, I didn't know, actually double that of the world average. So temperatures are rising at double the world average in that region. So already oh, fucking. Oh, well, they're, they're, they're rising. They aren't yeah. currently doubling. No, no, they're, they're yeah. currently rising okay. at a rate that's, that's okay. double the, the world average. T- total population also 56 million. So basically so that's 95 percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Not, not a good situation. What? Um, yeah. Um, so the, the the temperatures are rising and natural disasters such as uh, the cyclone, which hit um, uh, Mozambique earlier this year. It's just they're just getting fucking you know, bent over down there. So um, mm. so bad that almost half of all children that die in South Africa do so from hunger. How have we not heard about this? Because the news doesn't report on it. It's, such one, a it's, bubble. it's depressing. Yeah, we're yeah. in a fucking bubble. So nine yeah. out of 10 African well, children do not meet the criteria for minimum acceptable diet outlined by the uh, World Health Organization. And two out of five don't eat regularly um and as a parent it's got to be the most fucking horrible thing to go through to watch your child go hungry or die of starvation it's unimaginable um it's impossible to empathize with unless it unless it happened to you so there are several charities you can donate to in this season of giving uh one is the world wouldn't, food wouldn't program the same be true for like every country around south africa though yeah, you would imagine yeah that. i think it's the drought that is really fucking hammering this i thought south africa would be better than most countries in that region well, yeah, because no, they it's, were uh, they they have much more infrastructure than the rest of the countries right. around. Them. I think it's just been Africa. I'm not sure it's right. just the country. Port. I'm not sure if it's the country itself or just the region of Southern Africa. Okay, I'm not sure. So Southern I, Africa. That's yeah. a lot different than yeah. South Africa. That's a Africa. whole lot yeah. different. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, Southern I th- Africa. I think we're gonna say Southern Africa, it is not, Southern not Africa. the country. No, no, okay. not the country. Okay. Of South, okay. South Africa. All right. Southern, much, okay. much different. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's, right. like, continue, Mos- continue with, there's continue a bunch, with the bunch of different. Oh, yeah, yeah. So half Conti- a continent, yeah. not right, right. one country. Right. right. Yes, yes. In fact, ah. South Africa's probably doing okay. But yeah. um, South Africa's up. probably doing the best of any country <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in Africa. Yes. Um, so so um, uh, let's go. Yeah. The, uh, World Food Program at WFPUSA.org. 
Um, I know I'm going to donate. Maybe you can, too. If that program doesn't suit you, find one that does and do it before you donate to save the whales or some other bullshit. Um, uh, can you talk about your uh, run-in with the donating oh. food real quick? Oh, yeah. So yeah, speaking uh, of donations. today, uh, my girlfriend brought home some like a bunch of food from this holiday party, and they were in like, you know, like the big tins, like casserole the tins. The huge aluminum tins. Huge aluminum tins. Yeah. There's two of them, uh-huh. like mashed potatoes, like this crusted chicken, a shit ton of bread rolls. So my son and I, I'm trying to teach him, you know, you know, to, to give give to less needy. We go down to this corner in Austin where there's a bunch of homeless people hanging out. It's outside, I guess, a shelter or something like that. The homeless shelter. Yeah, the homeless shelter. Yeah. Is it the homeless shelter? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, you're so, on like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's just a bunch of them out there, a bunch of homeless people right. out there. And we pull up and and um, my girlfriend was like, you should probably separate the food into like plates. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, I'm already doing that. That's a, nice a lot of work. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm not going to do that. So I put a bunch of plates in a bag, brought the food down there. And they just, you know, obviously they're they, they come to the car and they, they start asking me for money. And, you know, they're they're like. Just basically swarming the car. Like my son is not a pleasurable experience for him because right. they're just sur- surrounding us. Uh, one Terrifying guy who's like kind of like, yeah, yeah. One guy was kind of like the leader. Like open the door for me. He's like, thanks, man. Like get out of here. Blah blah. blah. And then as I'm pulling over, some guy like yells at me. He's like, hey, you're supposed to you're supposed to separate it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> he, got, he got him and his son got accosted yeah. the whole time yeah. he was donating food to yeah. the homeless. It was it was <laughs> it was a scary experience. Yeah. Something my, I would never shit. will never do again. <laughs> the lesson uh, you taught yourself was to never do this again exactly yeah. exactly it, it was just, uh, like taking a left on a red light to get the fuck out of there amazing yeah so i mean this is much safer yeah, the, go w, to, the go wfp to w- usa go to, the on, yeah. go to the online thing yeah it's yeah. A lot yeah donate to southern africa yes yeah. yeah much safer all right oh let's take it over to the china trade deal so uh some movement finally 18 months of uh tariffs back and forth and no movement on a trade deal and uh finally some movement on friday the U.S. and China finally announced agreement on phase one of their new trade deal. So I don't really know what phase one means, but it's phase one. Uh, and also uh, some planned tariff increases got suspended on Friday. So, okay. US, yeah. Yeah. So phase one. It's done, guys. It's a good good news. What does it mean? U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leitzing. Leitzer. How do you say that? Leitzer. 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 We're supposed to be news guys. <laughs> the, well, so I didn't yeah, pronounce the, US, the cyclone oh, sorry, name. Sorry, we don't know the U.S. Trade Representative. <laughs> yeah, right? I skipped the cyclone big, name because I didn't time, know how to say it. Yeah. Big time guy, uh, Robert Light Light Laser, Light Laser. Robert Light Laser said on Sunday uh, that the Phase One U.S. China trade deal reached on Friday is quote totally done, there and it go. will nearly double U.S. exports to China over the next two years. So and Robert Lightazar has been called a lot of things, but never a liar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, they say light laser's a real straight shooter. Yeah. That's what I hear. Uh, we're going to be moving some soybeans and pork, boys. I think that's what this means. I'm sure there's some other things that we'll be sending over to China as well. Uh, there's still apparently some dispute about intellectual property and IT products or something that's way too confusing to add on to this today. Uh, but there will be more, quote-unquote, phases. So well, of sure course we'll there will. Well, they, otherwise, they wouldn't have called it phase one. They would have right. called it, like, something else. Yeah. You know what we need? You know what we need to do? Yeah. We need to see if they have an interest in our feral hog problem. See if we can ship but a couple of those hogs fat motherfuckers don't taste over there. The same All of them. It. Yeah, yeah. Right, I know they don't taste as good, but they, they, they've got a lot of sauces over yeah, there. Yeah, well, just season them. They have fake suns yeah. and shit. You can, yeah. Yeah. That can. is actually like a genius, like, if you could somehow sell yeah. the feral hog meat. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure that boat will make it. Just a, a thousand feral hogs and a captain that's eaten halfway across. You don't ship them over live like Noah's Ark. Like it's just a ghost ship that crashes into somewhere. <laughs> All right, uh, phase one, uh, the partial deal will be inked officially in January. And we're not sure how many more phases of the deal there will be. I don't, at least I don't know. I'm guessing maybe, four. Usually it's four. I'm just going to say four. Okay. Yeah. Four. Uh, Mnuchin probably knows, but I, I didn't look at I, I didn't, you know, really find it. Uh, but uh, any agreement, like I was saying, is good after yeah. 18 months of nothing. So uh, agreement is better than not agreement. You know LeBron's happy. All right, guys, it's time for the best part of the news, and that's the ability to gamble on it and make money. And you can do all that no matter what U.S. state you are resident of by going to www.predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Today... Since probably most of the rest of the week we're going to talk about uh, Democratic debate markets, I want to talk about Brexit. That's right. I'm stepping into Wes's world. Ooh. Thank God. Yeah. And I'm liking what I'm seeing, though. I'm yeah. liking what I'm seeing here. Yep. So for the market we're going to talk about, it's will the U.K. Brexit by February 1st against the remainder's wishes? Yeah. And I mean, yes. Yes, they will. They don't have a say anymore. Um, no, yeah. Uh, they just voted for the prime ministership right on uh, yeah. Friday. And Boris Johnson, the Conservative Party, won... Like he got like seventy something percent of the vote. He smashed him. Yeah, it was a monster crushed. landslide, the yep. likes I've never seen in politics. Yeah. And um, also so, both like all the whole uh, parliament too, right? Everything. Right. I mean, they, it was a, it was a, everything. Yeah. There's no reason this doesn't go in it unless a, Boris Johnson like dies or some shit. Like it's huge landslide. Yeah. So um yes, I, I would say they will Brexit by February first. I think there's a vote in January. Um, and Boris has uh, gets to celebrate and, and drink his face off for probably a week, and then he'll get get to it. Uh, right oh, now, man, the stripper poles be on notice. Yeah. <laughs> Boris Johnson. Johnson stripper poles. Yeah. <laughs> you see Boris truck that kid playing like the rugby match. No, yeah. I didn't see yeah. that. Boris is he's, he's out awesome. of, he's out of he's control. Awesome. So the, the, the yes, they'll uh, exit is in like the low eighty cents. So if you want to make you know seventeen to twenty cents a share, yes, they'll exit by February first. Mm-hmm. Um, this was what Wes was saying all along. At some point, yep, at he some was, point was, I said it. He was on it once the twelve thirty one Brexit and the No Deal Brexit markets petered out. <laughs> so he was on it. Uh, remember, if you want to bet on the news and get a free twenty dollars to do so, it only takes about two minutes to get going at www.predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. It's like the stock market of politics, not like it is the stock market of politics. So you can buy and sell or ride the markets out. Also, we are the, uh, only one DM away for advice, but my advice today is quit being such a beady-eyed queef. <laughs> I think I'm overusing that. But, and sign up today so you can make some serious money with us uh, on the Thursday debates especially. Yes. Yeah. Those 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 mentioned markets are, are the most fun. Yeah. Which right, also... The- yeah, the, the the mention markets are fun, but the debate, I think, is in trouble. Like uh, the, there's a union dispute that's uh, Biden, Warren and Sanders are all saying they won't debate because of, uh, because of a union dispute. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into well, it later if it doesn't week. happen this Thursday, we got you in January and the three in February. There's like eight more debates coming. So, oh, yeah, Deb- debate city. All, it's all, all it's on as of now. Yeah. 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 All right. Moving on. If you were to steal from a bank, guys, what's the one thing you would not do? Uh, go in without like a mask, mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, or without like a gun or a dr- yeah. getaway driver. Okay, tell people about it. Right, exactly. That's what I'm there going go. with. Okay, that's right. You don't post pictures <laughs> of yourself holding fat stacks of cash on Facebook and social media <laughs> after you do it. No, you don't. Uh, but, but apparently, Orlando Henderson didn't get that memo or doesn't have any brains at all, um, as that's exactly what he did. Orlando. Orlando. Awesome. Yep. Ar- uh, when- like Ar. 
Yeah, they Orlando. Are. Orlando. He's um, not your Lando. He's not my Lando. <laughs> He's our Lando. Our Lando. <laughs> um, so that's exactly what he did when he stole $88,000 from a bank vault at the Wells Fargo in uh, one of the Carolinas. Um, a bank vault he was paid to protect. So he was an employee. I'm not sure if he was actually a guard or like a teller, but he was an employee of the fucking bank. Um, and at least 18 times on different 18 different occasions, he stole stacks of cash, uh, cash deposits directly from the vault. And then what he would do is like, <laughs> like he would like, Fix the books, you know, cover up his right. traces. Not very, you know, not very smartly, um, no. easily traced. Um, according to one, fi- no, he just wrote a line through it. Yeah, Orlando it was, it was didn't a, steal. It this. was actually seven thousand instead of fifteen thousand. <laughs> yeah, Orlando <laughs> did not steal this money. Yeah. Um, according to one Facebook post by Henderson, he said, "Quote: I make it look easy, but this shit really a process." Uh, with a picture of him holding fat stacks and smoking a cigarette. Um, the process is I steal, <laughs> I cover my tracks, then I post about it. Yep, right. Yep. Three-step process, three phases. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, how fucking stupid do you have to be? First, they likely have him on bank surveillance video repeatedly stuffing cash into his crotch, um, but to then, <laughs> but to then, but to then <laughs> post it on Facebook. Um, in another post, he is seen posing with a brand-new white Mercedes-Benz, of which he put 20K cash down on and then falsified bank statements to get a loan from another bank to cover the rest. So he's just – he's in deep. You've worked Man. at a bank, right? Yes. I've worked at a bank. Yep. Um, early in our 20s, right? Um, yeah. I was a, a bank vault uh, second in command, mm-hmm. and it, when you're poor and making under twenty dollars an hour, it is extremely frustrating to deal with hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash. It is, yeah. I could imagine, yeah. That would, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, would, I didn't do anything, but it's tempting. That's for sure. It and is tempting. I mean, I actually I know the, there was one woman girl who was in, like the lead teller who would count the money. Then she she was always stealing. She'd always be like, you're 20 short. This guy who deposited was 100 short. She was a fucking thief, and I There's know There's a it. lot of thieves that work yeah. at banks. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, and what he would also do is he would deposit the cash he stole into an ATM very close to the bank he just robbed. So the paper trail in this guy is just an investigator's wet dream. Yeah. Um, and as you can How imagine, you FBI- 18 times? Right, eighteen times. So he was, a- but he was averaging way at like six grand. Yeah, like oh, six he- grand a pop. That is fucking ballsy. Yes, right. That is ballsy. Yeah. So the FBI put together the the case very pieces very quickly, and he was arrested and charged with numerous crimes, um, including two counts of financial financial institution fraud. 19 counts of theft, embezzlement, making false entries into the books, uh, all which carry a maximum of uh, 30 years and $1 million fine per count, uh, as well as transactional money laundering, which taxed on another 10 years and 250 k in fines. So he's going to jail for probably ever. Um, and you know, hopefully he... Uh, no, he won't. There, yeah. there was a story about two uh, really? women, women in their 40s that stole a million dollars together. They were the bank manager and the, mm-hmm. the, the double combo of the vault people, and they stole about close to a million dollars over 10 years. They, um, you know, pled down and got like a year. Jeez. Yeah. Well, for eighty-eight thousand, he's yeah. not going to get much time. I mean, his only chance is if he's it's in all his, insured. He needs to get in a state where Matt Bevern yeah. Bevan governs one day. Then he's he not going to get picked up by the guy that did Firefest anytime soon because he's an idiot. But. Yeah. No, he's a complete moron. Yeah. All right. That's all right. It. Let's take it down uh, to Australia for this next one. But first up, shout out to the California penis fish story. Uh, yes. oh, yeah. Several people sent it to us. It is hilarious. We would have loved to cover <laughs> it. It kind of fell on Florida Man Friday, so it's old now. So we're not going to cover it. But you know, we want to get we, we want to get an aquarium it. and have it be our like our mascot. Yeah, right. Yeah. So if anybody fish. from California is listening, you can ship some California penis fish to, to Wes's Austin house. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to Wes's house. DM yeah. DM me. I will set up an aquarium. And we will have some penis fish, penis fish in this fucking garage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So uh, next, let's take it down to Australia for this one. Uh, kind of like the penis fish where people find animals, but not quite the same. Uh, fun fact about Australia, it's in the southern hemisphere, so it has the opposite weather of us. So if you celebrate Christmas, your tree is up in the house in the summertime. And uh, this became a problem for Leanne Chapman uh, as she returned home uh, in, from work in Brisbane, Australia, uh, went to open the door to a 10 foot python wrapped around her Christmas tree. Yeah, that so, sucks. Yeah, it seems normal. Yeah. In Australia. Fuck Australia. You think so? Man. Well, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it does. It's not shocking in Australia. Right. What, and inside its belly was a three foot spider. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It, it, it sounds terrifying. She's totally cool with it. So this is her quote. She said, quote, mm -hmm. she we to... came home uh, from work and there's a couple of butcher beds uh, that visit every day and they were just kicking off the balcony and going crazy. He's turned around and stepped back, didn't realize he was leaning on the Christmas tree and the snakes wrapped around it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't bothered by us. It just stayed there for a good few hours. As we watched it through the window. <laughs> so we need to give Will all the Australian yeah, stories. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Will spent a, uh, a semester abroad in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I played a little great. rugby yeah. in New Zealand. So it comes in handy here. So, yeah, anyways, I mean, she didn't care at all. She just like watched the, just watched the snake for two hours and let it leave. Yeah. And then I would have, I would have gotten a new house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess what are you going to do? You're not going to attack a 10-foot snake. Well, no. I think everyone's next-door neighbor in Australia is a pest control specialist. Right. that's the thing. It's so. like you don't need to call a number. You just call yeah. Bruce. Yeah. You yell for Bruce to come yeah. over. Yeah. Bruce! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with snakes going after Christmas trees, you're going to want to go to Policy Genius to get all of your insurance needs taken care of. It's already December. As much as we love getting uh, seasonal, this month can be a bit stressful, too. We've got a long list of things to do for the holidays. If life insurance is one of those things on your to-do list, Policy Genius might be able to help you cross that off and get the best deal possible. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. You could save 1500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or disability insurance, all of which would come in very handy in a deadly Christmas tree snake attack. Yes. So if you need life insurance but aren't sure where to start, why not start at policygenius.com? It only takes a few minutes to find the right life insurance policy. Apply and cross another thing off your to-do list, Policy Genius. When it comes to life insurance, it's nice to get it right. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me take us home here. Last week, Reebok unveiled the design for its first plant-based running shoe, the Float Ride <laughs> Grow, which is expected to be available at stores for sale in mid to late 2020. Don't, leave, up, don't yeah. leave those outside in the rain. Huh? Right? The, the upper part of the shoe is made primarily from eucalyptus. Its soles are made from castor beans and natural rubber. That's right, a vegan shoe. Oh. It's not the first of its kind as Reebok started selling a vegan version of uh, the Newport Classic shoe made with cotton and corn a few years ago. Um, that more sustainable version of the Newport Classics are, in quotes, lifestyle footwear, not designed for athletic performance. So basically, they just completely unravel. They just, if you even they just fall apart. Yeah, yeah, they just they just disintegrate when you walk into them. When you walk in them, Zion uh, the, Williamson can't even put his big toe in. He just destroys oh, the shoe. God. Could you yeah. imagine Zion trying to dunk in those? Yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> shoes just explode right. on his feet. <laughs> but they turn back into plants. But these new running shoes are supposed to be super durable, and I'm sure they smell great, too. Uh, hey, <laughs> why are all these bugs in the house, honey? Oh, that's right. We have plant shoes in the foyer. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we should leave those outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> squirrels <laughs> squirrels are taking them away. Of insects. You, can, you can compost your shoes. Right? Yeah. Throw, throw, yeah, well, that's exactly the, the point, pot. actually, Will. That's exactly the point, because while it's completely embarrassing to buy or talk about a pair of vegan shoes, Americans throw away about 300 million pairs of shoes each year, and with discarded clothes, if you combine shoes and clothes, um, that's 8.9 million tons of trash, or 18% of trash that filled American landfills in 2017. Damn. So Mount Trashmore mm. in Florida is just chock full of shoes if anyone needs a pair down there. Uh, <laughs> Nike has dipped its toes in the plant-based uh, vegan athletic shoe waters a few months ago as well, with a limited release of 100% organic custom Nike Air Max, which will run you about $150 a pair, or up to $1,400 in the resale online market, because there aren't a, v- a lot available right now. The vegan shoe craze that big companies are predicting will also help solve the very hot and controversial topic of abortions as well as it appears the younger generation has decided they just don't want to have sex anymore why would they when there's so many important crises to solve and that's going to do it for hard factor remember to give us the gift of five-star review on apple Podcasts. our goal for the end of the year was three thousand reviews and we are almost there we're like very close so please grab someone's phone while they aren't looking and subscribe them to hard factor and leave a five-star review also make sure to get your holiday shopping done this week as we mentioned if you aren't if you haven't done this already, uh, and stay safe out there. Everyone's an animal on the roads and a bear to deal with in stores. So be kind to people, stay hydrated and aware, and most importantly, have a great fucking day. Yeah, so say goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay, okay,